Okay, so this is our first podcast. So we're going to be doing, what did we decide on? We're doing the structure and function of neurons and introduction to synapses. Yes. Um, but first we thought it would be appropriate for us to talk about our learning goals for the class. Um, I'm Cassidy Waldron. I'm molecular and cellular biology major, hoping to go to PA school um, at some point. And my learning goals for this class is to be able to integrate a greater biological understanding of the brain with my current psychological perspective because I do have a psych minor. I'm wrapping it up this semester, so I've gotten a lot of psych perspectives on the brain, so I'm interested to see the more biological side of things. I think that will be helpful to be able to integrate that. Then another one is I want to be able to educate people that don't have biology backgrounds because, you know, as a healthcare provider, hopefully, um, you'll be working with people that don't have the understanding. So I'd like to know it on a level that I could teach it. Um, And then I'd also like to be able to contribute to relevant discussions and research, especially in healthcare when it comes to neurobiology. So a lot of this will just be learning terms, learning concepts, learning that kind of thing so I can actually contribute to bigger discussions. But those are my main things that I'm looking to get out of this class. And I'm Allison Jenkins. So my major is also molecular and cellular biology, and I'm hoping to attend medical school, hopefully next year, but we'll see. Um, My learning goals for this class were pretty similar to Cassidy's. A big one is being able to verbally communicate the things that I've learned and also be able to apply them in a way that meets my interest in medicine, as well as like I can teach those to other people who are interested um, in the medicine medical field in an applicable way. And so that's kind of what this whole podcast is about, is us just kind of rambling through what we've learned and trying to be able to communicate that on a higher degree. Yeah, because I think we're both very much like verbal processors. So it's very helpful for me to actually, like, talk things out. Um, Because, you know, it's one thing to just, like, look at words and vocabulary and all that, and it's another to be, like, conversational about it. Like, I remember in, when I was taking cell biology, Dr. Rodenbeck started us off with, like, a little game. She was like, okay, we've got three minutes on the clock. Name all the Harry Potter characters that you can. And so we we all start rambling and, like, rushing off names and everything. And at the end, she asked us, she said, okay, you know, we got this big list of names. She's like, and you know something about each of these characters, right? And we were like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> duh. <laughs> duh. <laughs> and she's like, when did you sit down and memorize them? We're like, uh, I mean, no, none of us. None of us um, trying to memorize any Harry Potter trivia. We just, <laughs> we just know this stuff. And she's like, right, because you know the story. You know, mm-hmm. like, the parts and pieces that fit into the bigger story. And she, I just remember that hitting me and being like, okay, like, that's how we should be focusing on this, because, I mean, at the end of the day, this is the story of us. Like, when right. you are studying biology, it's about, like, it is a bigger story, and it's not just sitting memorizing mm-hmm. terms and things. Just bits um, of information. So, I mean, that's a lot of times how I like to try to approach class. When I feel bogged down by you know, terms and definitions and all that, I'm like, okay, let's take a step back, like, the bigger picture, where does this fit into the story? Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, so I guess with that being said, we can just dive right into the 
structure and function of neurons. So one thing that I just was completely blind to, I had no idea what a neuron looked like. To be honest, I still don't know what a neuron looks like because it continues to get more confusing every time we go to class. But that's besides the point. Um, So, yeah, that really blew my mind. It's not just one easy little picture to draw. It's actually very complicated, and every single one is very different and has a very different function, too. So Yeah, I guess I hadn't really thought about that. I mean, I figured, yeah, they're different, but... I mean, he showed us that picture of, like, all the different ones, and some of them had, like, a billion axons and, like, one dendrite, and I was like, what is the purpose of that? Like, why would, why would you do that? Baffling. (laughs) Um, so I feel like our pictures, like, it'd be really funny to go back at the end of this class and look Mm -hmm. at what our first drawing was, because mine was just, like, this ugly, (laughs) this ugly stick figure. (laughs) I feel like by the end, it's just gonna be this, like, artistic masterpiece with like a billion bits and pieces right um but like an actual neuron like one of the first things we said is a neuron is at its core the basic functional unit of the central nervous system and then we kind of went into okay well let's break apart that definition what's what's a functional unit it's you know the smallest part that you can Mm -hmm. actually pick apart and then you know the nervous system we've learned about that and anatomy like mm-hmm. I feel like I've got a decent understanding yes. of at least what that is <laughs> like you know communication center of the body the master controller um and you know its main job is communication to receive and interpret and respond to input um and then you know we have the divisions of the central and peripheral nervous systems but we really just are focusing on the central nervous system Mm -hmm. which is the one that we mainly did not focus on in a and p i feel like right (laughs) so this is just very i guess a nice isolated view of like things we haven't learned before right because right when you think you know something you don't just kidding yeah (laughs) you're wrong we lied to you actually (laughs) i feel like that's been so much I feel like that's been so much of our majors. You learn these things, you learn the basics, and then it's like, surprise, we lied to you. Right. It's like not I'm a actually senior in college, and I'm just starting to learn what a neuron looks like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like in, we, you know, we did talk about the central nervous system and all that mm-hmm. in anatomy, but it's like on a, on like a macro yes. level. Yes. Like, you know, I can, I can tell you the parts of the brain, and I can tell you the, or at one point... <laughs> <laughs> Last year. <laughs> yeah, I, I labeled them on a test. I did do that. Yeah. Um, but I, we never got into, like, the molecular part mm-hmm. of it. Yes. Um, which I think will just be very interesting, because that is more where my interest lies. I like looking mm-hmm. at the... I mean, I guess that's our actual major right. molecular yes, and cellular. that's why we're here. Right. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to any more about it. Like, we said... We talked about, okay, anatomy of a neuron, um, 10 to 25 microns in diameter, um, because, (laughs) yeah, little. Can't see that. Uh, Yeah, I have no concept of Mm -hmm. how small that is. (laughs) Maybe by now Uh I should, (laughs) but, um, small. And then, you know, I hadn't really thought about, I said, like, most of it is going to be mitochondria mm-hmm. and rough ER and I I had no idea yeah and I mean that makes it sense it makes sense right like 
I I honestly don't know what I thought it was. Like, I guess I knew it was a cell, but (laughs) in my mind, let's get a good start. Does that make sense? Like, I really just was not aware. What do you mean? I've already learned so much. Yeah. Um, So it's really good. And I hadn't thought about it. So I figured, okay, mitochondria makes sense Mm -hmm. because there is a lot of energy being used that, okay, I, I buy it. But I hadn't thought about, like, why would you need a lot of rough ER? Mm. And we said that a lot of that is maintaining the cytoskeleton. Right. And I had just never... I don't think about that. No, I I wouldn't... Like, I know proteins are important, but it's like, no, like, we would die. Right? (laughs) No, yeah, that's it. (laughs) Could not. Because I just figured, okay, these are really, like, fragile cells, Mm -hmm. and that's why, you know, like, we have... All the protections of, mm-hmm. like, the meningeal, meninges, whatever, the outer layers that mm-hmm. I knew at mm-hmm. one point, um, yeah. and the skull and all. Like, it's very, very right. well protected, but I hadn't thought about, okay, well, you know, they got to be at least somewhat stable. So and you, I guess with, like, how adaptable they are, too, like, they're constantly changing just a little bit, right. and so they need those extra proteins to morph their cytoskeleton how right. they need to be in adjust and that's one thing i guess like you know there's a big discussion in like healthcare and research mm-hmm. right now about neuroplasticity and mm-hmm. so i'm very curious how like this applies and i mean i guess that's the whole point right. this is this yeah. is what it is but you know they say like you know as i said i'm a psych minor and we talk in psychology classes all the time about like training your mind and mm-hmm. like in therapy like working on these skills and how thinking differently can actually change like the pathways that your brain takes and so when like thinking about that it's like are are you changing the cytoskeleton are you changing right i see what you're asking are you changing the direction that the signals are going Mm -hmm. or are we actually changing the physical structure like internal structure Mm -hmm. of the neurons Mm -hmm. themselves and i i don't know i guess that's a good question right because, I mean, the way they talk about it, it's like they're like, oh, you're you're literally changing your brain anatomy. And so may- maybe that's that's what it is. Mm. But I don't know. I that's, feel like... Yeah, that's confusing. Yeah, I feel like this is a good baseline to, to go off of. Like, okay, mm-hmm. so we know they got a bunch of rough ER. A lot of that is maintaining cytoskeleton function. But if they have a lot of rough ER, then they have, I would assume, a lot of potential to change the cytoskeleton then. Yeah. Right, that would so, make sense. so I mean, I feel like that, you know, applies. Like that would be has to go hand in hand. Right. Um, we kind of talked about dendrites and axons. Like dendrites are primarily for input, mm-hmm. axons primarily for output. I feel like that's we we we've known knew that. that. Yeah, <laughs> knew that one. Could <laughs> have told you that. Got it. <laughs> um, and then yeah, I guess we were saying this before. They're the most polymorphic cell in the body, and I don't know. I just thinking about those pictures that he showed us of mm, like all the different types. Which like, like it's not even all of them. It's no. just a sample, right? And so, like every single one, and they is all look different. so different. I don't even know what I would be looking. I at, don't even you know, know how you isolate that. No, like how, how do is they that do one that? Single neuron, <laughs> right? That is confusing. And did it start out that way, or it's kind of like a tree? like has little branches yeah i guess like i don't know how i it would be interesting to see like if you could measure from a baby 
yeah. like over time how yeah, a like neuron what did, changes. Yeah, what did it look like? Which I don't, I don't know if that's Which possible. Which I know but. in the, like kind of in the next section we talked about um, like the actual changes of structure, mm-hmm. like the dendritic spines and how they turn into that like mushroom-like yes, shape. Yes. So I know we have a good idea of what that looks like and i would assume like surely we there is someone somewhere who's measured you know surely. what developmentally neurons look like but also can you test a baby like yeah. i guess i guess you would do mice you wouldn't be testing oh right okay okay Woo, yeah <laughs> okay yeah 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 <laughs> you would do mice. you would do- <laughs> Oops. Humans is probably a bad idea. Probably okay, bad. yeah, Very so bad. that is why we are an undergrad. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Oops. yeah. But I guess we'll have to look at that, because that... That's, like, really intriguing me right now, now. Yeah. Like, I want to go look that up. Okay. We should do that. Okay. Um. Anyways. Okay, so I <laughs> we can get into synapses... Which, again, I've talked extensively about these in psychology, but kind of in the sense of, like, um, treating, Mm -hmm. like, mental disorders, like, you know, depression and that kind of thing. We talk about SSRIs and those Mm -hmm. things that, like, inhibit reuptake and that kind of thing. So we've talked, like, generally about what they do. Um, But then again, it's not, you know, a ton of focus on the actual biology side of things mm-hmm. um so we talked about the two types of synapses like electrical and chemical which i just i don't know if this is like dumb but i didn't realize that there were Different. like junctions that like held them together i thought they were just kind of like vibing in space really close to each other mm, that's what I, I thought yeah i, I that's just how i think it was always either presented to me yeah is that they uh, never touch, that there's yeah. nothing actually touching between them. But no, there's, there's... There's a whole structure. Yeah, there's glial cells on either side, and then the extracellular matrix in between them. I had never seen a glial cell drawn yeah. before this class. No, and not in a synapse. No. I mean, I'd seen it, like, theoretically, kind of like, oh, they, mm-hmm. like, build myelin sheets, mm-hmm. and, like, they're kind of like the immune system of the CNS mm-hmm. or whatever, but I didn't realize they were out here, like, like performing this important right, of a function. Yeah, like, like this, literally structural. Yeah, and don't they like super outnumber like actual neurons? Like most of the I brain, think so. like most of the cells in your brain are glial cells. I think that's what I remember. Yeah, because I mean it makes sense it if you look sense. at like yeah. the. Okay, in this like model of a synapse, you've got the presynaptic and postsynaptic. Mm-hmm. Um, neuron and then you have two glial cells right which okay i guess that's like a one-to-one but if you also have glial cells along the axon and building myelin sheets and then running around eating stuff like they're everywhere right which again you don't really think about you think okay brain nerves neurons right that's it yeah that that was like the natural flow Mm -hmm. of things yeah okay um yeah the tetrapartite synapse never heard that word in my life Mm -mm. And then, okay, I don't like that axo-axonic dent- or 
No, this picture, like, like, it doesn't even look right. No, it doesn't. I don't that like it. That does not go that way. <laughs> I don't like it at all. How do they do that? Because it doesn't make sense. Yeah, like, if that's a... Like, how do you... Or the dendro, dendritic either. I don't like that either. Like, who's, like, who's sending who's the message? It? Yeah, who's taking it? Who's receiving... Like, who's doing what? Because I... I just always assumed you had to have both, but this is right. telling me I'm wrong. Right. Like, I can, you know what, I can get behind an axosomatic one, yeah. like, that mm-hmm. doesn't mess me up too terribly. Even exodendritic, that, that's fine, you know, Right. whatever. But the axonic and dendrodendritic Mm-mm. junctions, I really don't like. I don't like it one bit. It makes me uncomfortable. Yes. Um, yeah. Which, like, I guess, like, who am I to tell the body it's wrong like i mean that's that's just how I it mean, is yeah like and <laughs> i guess that's why i wasn't in control of making right. it <laughs> yeah, like i've got a lot of questions mm-hmm. for for god and axonic junctions is one of them <laughs> i can get to heaven and be like listen here listen <laughs> like i need why? you to explain dendrodendritic <laughs> junctions to me um oh that's funny <laughs> Oh, we kind of okay, so we kind of talked about the dendritic spine plasticity, yes. some, and that the mushroom is most mature and functional. Mm-hmm. Why did we say that? Was it like a surface area? Yes, thing? I think it had to do with surface area. But I am a little confused. What causes it to be branched? Like, how does it go from mushroom to branched, and why? Do you remember talking about that? No, because I, I. Yeah, why would you do that? And also, okay, branch looks like it would have more surface area. Right. Maybe that's like it. Is that when it has two synapses? Or is that what? Or, I don't know. Maybe this was a thing. Like, you know, in the article for the quiz, it was talking about like the dendritic spines. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe that's Maybe the that's spine? sort of. Like, at least sort of what we're working with. Okay. Um. But, you know, I couldn't tell you. We'll have to look into that. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we talked a little bit about these glial cells. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got the astrocytes, which are the synaptic and neuronal support. So I guess when we were talking about the tetrapartite mm-hmm. synapse, it's like the astrocytes are going to be the ones actually holding on right. to the synapse together. Then the oligodendrocytes. Are the ones actually making myelin and putting them on? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the microglia are those immune cells we were talking about. And then endothelial cells, they make up the blood-brain barrier. And I assume that's just, like, the same endothelial cells you get everywhere so. else. Everywhere else. I mean, I guess specialized to some For degree, brain, but... but- I mean, that's the whole point of endothelial cells, though, is to right. kind of act as to a make protective barrier. barrier. Yeah. So. Look at us. We do remember anatomy. Yes. Doing so good. Yes. Um, and then I thought the postsynaptic density thing and, like, being able to look at a picture and identify a synapse just by how dark it is. Right. Like, and what, I, what was it? What did he say that was? That was, like, the, oh, like, receptors? Or, like, what makes it that dense? I can't remember now. I think it, I think it had to do with the receptors. Yeah. 
or like the concentration of mm-hmm. um, neurotransmitters or something, something we'll like that. We'll have to go back and look. <laughs> um, it was something very distinct, though. Right. Or we like looked at different pictures, um, and we like had to guess like what what was what. And let me tell you, I did not do well. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, was, I, was I was struggling to figure that out. Um, but it was interesting looking at like the actual colored ones and and then putting that next to the cartoon picture, yeah, because like, it is very similar. Um, and that's always very helpful to me to have like the easy cartoon model mm-hmm. and then like directly compare it to an right. actual picture i don't know it just helps me like be able to visualize it more because mm-hmm. i mean yeah it's helpful to look at cartoon models but i feel like you, know, you a don't sense... know the real thing then right what are we even looking at right <laughs> and if we want to go into medicine we're going to be looking at yes. real people not cartoons yes. so we have to be able super important to identify this well, I think that's, I mean, mainly, like, what we did these first couple of chapters. Um, and then the next one, we'll get to get into physics, which is super Yay. exciting. <laughs> You're my favorite. I love physics. Yeah. But, um, I guess that kind of wraps up our our first one. Um, yeah. Yeah, wasn't so bad. No, we did not it. Not bad at all. Okay, well, um, I feel like we need an outro, like a, like a we something. Need to think about that. You know. Okay, well, you know what? We will come up with one, and we will do it next time. Mm-hmm. We can have like an intro, maybe a theme song, <laughs> an outro. Or something. Yeah, well, a jingle. Yeah. <laughs> together. Well, we'll think of something. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. Bye for now, I guess. See you in class.